This is the EPLOG audio experience. Quick disclaimer for a podcast, the SOS show, points discussed in this podcast should not be relied upon as conclusive medical advice in any case. The host shall not be a substitute for proper medical professional. You must seek professional help in case of any requirement. Thank you. In November this year, a case came to the forefront which brought a reminder of the Nirbhaya case. It was as dramatic as and got similar reactions it was a shraddha walker case where a woman in a living relationship for 3 years was chopped into 35 pieces by her partner she had found that partner through a popular dating app in this episode of the sos show with me suchita we explore a lot of questions that came after the case came to the forefront one being that why did the girl not walk out the first time she was abused why did she get into an interfaith relationship hi guys please help me in welcoming the guest for today's episode githika malhotra githika is a qualified and registered psychotherapist and counselor trained in singapore the uk and australia she's the founder and principal therapist of balanced life psychotherapy and counseling Hi Geetika welcome to our podcast the SOS show and uh, thank you for joining in uh, for this very important uh, topic that i have been thinking about and talking to a lot of people and that is the recent uh, murder revelation of um, shraddha walker uh, in delhi and uh, of course uh, the murder actually was committed by her living partner it happened on may 18th which is almost like 6 to 7 months back but it is now that we have come to know about this heinous crime uh it it took lot of people by surprise and a uh, lot of people got uh, really scared spe- uh, specifically the women and it also happened in a very contemporary setup of dating apps just just to just to understand in terms of from a professional point of view the blame is again going on a girl and everyone says that since the girl knew that this guy was already threatening her why did she still decide to stay with this person can we do something about this cultural thing <laughs> well suchita uh, victim blaming is something that happens across the world yeah. you know we we sometimes uh, you know depending on what media coverage a certain incident is getting we try to get a very myopic view uh, mm. and assume that this is very specific to india or very specific to china or whatever mm. but the thing mm. is that it victim blaming is a very common thing across the world whether it is uk or america or anywhere mm. wherever there is a minority where uh, we assume that the minority or the person has less power yeah uh, in general they will be victim blaming now mm. uh, the bigger question here is that there are systemic issues that have led these crimes to take place hmm and what are these systemic issues that that kind of at a certain level normalize this kind of behavior hmm. uh, towards not just women but towards children and sometimes it happens to men as well nobody yeah. is spared 
Um, so this culture of aggression and abuse yeah. and violence towards each other. So what is it in the culture that perpetuates this? Yeah. Now, the moment you talk and look at it systemically, because we live in a system, we are relational beings, yeah. we don't live in isolation. In fact, uh, as I stand today, I'm influenced by what has happened in my previous generations, whether yeah. I consciously recognize it or not. But there yeah. are certain patterns that have perpetuated down the line, which yeah. have led to me as I am today. Yeah. And then there are these external factors and there are contexts that bring out certain aspects of our personality and create these situations. Yeah. Now what happens is when there is a lot of noise around a certain incident and there is a lot of chatter and debate around a particular thing that has happened. Yeah. Somewhere in that noise, there is this need for instant gratification and instant answers. Yeah. And in those dynamics, what happens is that instead of looking at it at depth and saying, what is it in our system that has led to this mm. happening? Yeah. Very easily, the collective reaction is, or the collective, I wouldn't even call it a response because a response needs a bit of thinking. Yeah. Self-reflection. A reaction yeah. doesn't need that level of thinking and reflection. So the instant reaction is to say, well, she could have done this, 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 this. Yeah. So yeah. I have absolved myself mm. in my six degrees of separation mm. of responsibility Yeah. in this situation Correct. and many other situations. I'm sure our country has not recovered from the collective trauma of what happened in the Nirvaya case. Correct. It's the same. And thousands yeah. of women who have, yeah. and men, and children, yeah. regardless of gender who have gone through this, yeah. have Correct. not recovered. Whether you look at the Jewish community and the Holocaust, it's it's been yeah. gone and over, but it still impacts the community, the collective trauma. Yeah, true. So the instant reaction is it's too painful for me to address. It's too painful for me as a family member who's probably a third or a fifth cousin or yeah. an uncle or an aunt to address this, what I'll do yeah. is I will blame the victim. Yeah, correct. So that's the easiest way out. Now we can expect the victim to walk away. Yeah. Or fight back. But yeah. whatever it is, we have shifted responsibility. Yeah, true, true. And I think uh, later as our pro discussion progresses, we will talk about what happens in the mind of a victim and what happens yeah. in the mind of an abuser. How yeah. do these dynamics work and where is the insensitivity of the system in general yeah. that lets the victim down? Yeah. The worst part is that, I mean, we, we thought we have come to a point where we're talking about Gen Z and we're talking about millennials and we're talking about this and that. And this has been committed by a guy uh, who was an avid watcher of crime shows. In fact, he apparently is brilliant at chess. Uh, he reads travelogues, travelogue books. He's a foodie. He runs his own. So he's like this guy who you perhaps are talking on a day-to-day -day basis, you know, who perhaps you can trust because he seems to have been, he seems to be in the same tribe or zone that a uh, lot of us sitting uh, on Netflix's and social medias think, but actually, uh, you know, looking at what he's actually doing, 
and now after even after the crime it is so scary so coming from the perspective of the girl since all women should know and understand this why did she actually take the uh, trauma for 3 years knowing that he was threatening her well i think there are a couple of threats here uh, suchita and i think uh, you know i would like to do justice to all the points that you have raised here yeah. i think one that struck me which is very representative of the society and the human values that we work with right now yeah the guy is a food blogger yeah he is a chess player yeah he is intelligent he is educated yeah now we've come to a point in our society whether these things and i will explain that later these things yeah are they a guarantor of human values mm lovely does this equate to humanity yeah we have abusers in high uh, society as well yeah we have abusers who are very well educated study True. from the top uh, universities in the world yeah holding the top positions in the world yeah right but yeah. is there a guarantee that their character and their values and the moral radar yeah is yeah. in a healthy zone or not yeah great point right. great point yeah so when we ask our daughters and our sons yeah. to marry someone this that or the other yeah are we looking at the humanity yeah or are we looking at the things that come yeah true with the personality true true right great point great and point. um and that's a point that is a systemic point yeah am i powerful because i am a billionaire and therefore yeah. i can say anything about anybody and get away with it yes or i can treat the employees in my company any which way i want to because i have achieved i have earned billions yes or am i the person who makes the person sitting next to me feel extremely unsafe not just physically but psychologically psychologically and emotionally yeah what kind of a human being am i yes yes that's 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 a great and how point how is the society devoting me how yeah. is the society devoting me when i yeah. when a woman goes uh, to somebody for help yeah there are many people not just in india across the world who will say but you are taken care of your life is so comfortable yeah it's unbelievable surely yeah. there must be something that you can do about this and then there is a threshold that society is looking at if there are broken bones and there are scars and there are physical manifestations of the abuse that you are going to uh, going yeah. through you will be seen and you will be heard much better than the likelihood of you being seen and you being heard when there are no visible scars to show so you will be um you know you could go walk up to somebody and say that person has hurt my feelings and i don't like the way that person talks to me i i go through this emotional abuse from morning till evening and the psychological abuse and i feel i'm worthless i'm worth nothing 
Yeah. There are not many people out there who will take that seriously. Mm. In fact, it will be turned around on that person and said, "Okay, deal with it." Yeah. This happens to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. But but you know this girl, Shraddha Walker, she was you know just like so many other girls uh educated from a good family she was she believed in her own self when you actually look at her she was she fought against her family to be with this guy uh because again the religion issue was there and she was traveling with him um uh, in fact before the murder she was she went with him to himachal and it was i mean it was just so normal and still what is in like you said do not use the word dna you had mentioned yesterday what is it what is it if if there's any other word if we can replace it with what is that, it that it's comes together for them to be trapped in these situations and what why, why do women why? always put themselves in a position where you are ready to take anything to make it work mm-hmm. why is the trauma ingrained because it's 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 going on since histories since generations so is it like ingrained inside the generation now next to come that no we have to take the trauma and accept it or is it the or is it loneliness that we are scared of what is your gut sachita <laughs> i i feel that you know culturally women you know we are still being given that position of just accept it why can't you just accept it why can't you just make it work also women are more prone to be more falling in love if they fall in love they're more in love than the man and so i feel that I'm not tendency to just give it all. It's something that is also there culturally, and I would say it's also something in terms of if there's any other word for the DNA because it's going on since, like, uh, since histories. So, it's why are we still accepting it? Why couldn't she walk out? Well, there are um, again. I think we need to look at it. in a context hmm okay so the context will be of the individual hmm which is at the center of this the unfortunate hmm. victim who is at the center of this the perpetrator since they were living together as a couple hmm hmm then the neighborhood hmm then the community hmm and somewhere there is also the family of origin for both of them hmm family yeah of origin yeah right yeah so these two individuals came together hmm as a cocktail of these influences yeah so there are some patterns that would have come yeah through the generations now True. it will be abusive on my part as a professional to speculate on what happened and unprofessional but i can just guide as a thought process on how to look at it yeah there could be patterns within the victim's family 
through the generations yeah how they looked at the, their women how they looked at mm. their daughters how they looked at their sons yeah how was the interaction between the husbands and the wives mm what was the quality of the relationships here yeah and these do get transmitted from one generation to another yeah and then you bring in a mix of influences on these units the external mm. influences mm. whether it's religion or community or society norms values income yeah. education healthcare mental health all sorts yeah. of things come into play and they kind yeah. of collide. Mm. and they create a certain mix of something which is very unique to every family mm. we can see patterns but we can't say that any two patterns are the same or any two families are the same or any two individuals yeah. are the same we can identify yeah. patterns but yeah. we can't predict with 100% surety we can say that yeah this makes sense yeah right and similarly for the perpetrator the same True. pattern this guy yeah. his immediate family his upbringing also his individual personality true you can't take away the individual responsibility away when i'm saying this in no way am i saying that the individual is not in some way or the other bringing their own aspect into the situation yeah they definitely are but mm. it doesn't stop there yeah and neither does it end there mm so you don't know where this starts and where this ends and where this goes Okay, so the values, the religious values, the family, the mother, the father, the society, generations before, uh, again, uh, you know, relationship between men and women. Now, what this guy went through, uh, how did he, uh, uh, you know, what kind of a relationship did he have with his parents? Mm-hmm. How did he become a drug peddler as well as what I'm hearing? It's something that I just mm-hmm. picked up, you know, from people yeah. are speculating that he may have been a drug peddler as well. Mm-hmm. And there may have been other issues. So these are all systemic issues. Mm-hmm. And there is no single person to be blamed. Of course, he has committed a crime, so he is the criminal. Yeah. Yeah. But what led to all this? Yeah. Is a, a huge cocktail of multiple factors. which is very difficult to capture even yeah. if you interview the man for yeah. another year day in and day out even yeah. he could not know specifically what led him to this yeah i yeah i think that's that's a very very you can yeah, you can make guesses you yeah that's a very guesses. justified analysis the cocktail of so many things coming together i'm just feeling so sorry for the girl could she have done anything like because relationships are about trust and this has not just revealed what has happened it has massively would have impacted the trust of so many couples in a living relationship and i think the whole idea of a dating app would have really gone for a toss because i was checking out and i was like okay would you still go out with somebody you're meeting on a dating app and uh, the answer was no i would rather you know stay single you know rather than go uh, so it it is for maybe for a time being for 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 this phase now people have just have taken a set uh, a step back but do you think yeah, this is uh, a reflection that can even go and extend for longer periods of time the trust factor being broken 
Okay, so again, many layers here, Suchita. Yeah. So I will go this in a certain direction, and and you can bring me back on track if you feel that I am yeah. going a bit off track. Sure. But um, I think it's important to discuss this thing. Yeah. I think what happens over generations and yeah. over multiple exposures to different experiences. Hmm. Sometimes certain toxic behaviors get normalized. Yeah, and we grow up thinking. that certain things in certain ways are normal mm. right and um yeah. there are there are many women out there who feel oh but i uh, you know uh, i thought this was normal because i've seen my mother going through this yeah i don't like it and i know i don't like it but i feel that who am i to say anything against it because i've seen my mother or my grandmother or my sister or anybody going through this so i think yeah. it's not Love. and yours are lost in this side yes. of thinking yes the core action is taken true now another very important thing here is that when people are growing up in a certain environment where this potentially could be normalized uh, a certain level of toxicity and aggression towards uh, each other is normalized yeah silence is a very um, i mean i i can't find milder words to put this Yeah. silence of bystanders yeah. people who are watching each other go through this but they don't do anything yeah is like condoning a crime before your eyes yeah so you may tell yourself that i didn't do this to that person but i saw this happening to that person yeah but as long as you are not being an upstander and you are being a bystander you are doing two things yeah in the mind of the victim you are a part of the threat yeah because through your silence the victim gets the impression now the victim is under threat okay there is a threat to survival yeah now the victim doesn't have the time to intellectualize yeah. what shade of good you are yeah the victim will immediately scan the environment under threat and say black or white survival or death and you will fall into one or the other category depending on your behavior with the victim yeah either you're silent or you're outspokenly protective whatever mm right yeah the perpetrator to the perpetrator your silence is almost like abetting the crime because you are allowing it as long as you are not creating a hurdle yeah you are allowing it yeah right so in our families in our neighborhoods in our societies in our religions in our culture in our countries in the whole world we need to see reevaluate our role yeah are we empowering the victims are yeah. we disempowering them for sure through our silence and lack of hmm. support we are disempowering them hmm all right so now coming to this victim or any other victim hmm you have when you are under threat for survival you could go in five directions yeah you could fight yeah fighting could provoke the perpetrator even more yeah you could end up surviving yeah you could end up getting killed yeah. or damaged yeah or you could end up killing or damaging Hmm. 
other option is flight okay so as a woman i'm in a toxic abusive situation i want to run away i run away i have no family to go to mm. because somebody because people are blaming mm. and we all know as therapists as mental health professionals blaming yeah. is not never ever a solution if you want to solve a problem you don't point fingers you yeah. do not blame you work together mm-hmm. so the victim is being blamed by yeah. other people saying your choice you did this you chose this guy you went against so now the victim has a choice between the current abusive situation and a new or a new old abusive situation yeah from a victim's point of view this this is hardly a choice mm. is mm. it's probably just boils down to a level where there yeah. is less humiliation and you mm. try to make you try to make it work so mm. that you can prove to someone somewhere that you made the right yeah. choice yeah and things could turn around so yeah. flight is not feasible either yeah even if you take a flight will will society make it easier for you to live as a single woman Mm. will the government give you professional support yeah will the community give you emotional support yeah um will you be able to walk on the streets with your head held high mm. will the police give you protection yeah what is the guarantee that the guy will not come after you if not now later yeah true and in this case it's a woman and a guy it could be the other way around it could be a child and an adult it could be anybody yeah yeah right so okay so let's assume that flight from her point of view didn't make sense to her hmm what hmm. were the options hmm the other option is freeze now you may have seen, noticed this in animals who are under threat yeah there is a reaction that says freeze pretend like you don't exist become invisible wait for the threat to go away you shut yourself down and you wait for the threat to go away. now this could again you don't know how the perpetrator would react yeah could calm down for now but then do it again the freezing response does not guarantee that this will not happen again yeah so you've kind of ensured your survival for the next thing that happens mm-hmm. but you haven't guaranteed any correction anywhere yeah True. any protection or any kind so this is your best response that you can have to save yourself mm-hmm. another reaction could be that the perpetrator gets more violent because you are in his eyes freezing mm-hmm. and therefore open to further attacks and you could still end up Mm. Mm. Another reaction is you could submit. Yeah. You could please and appease in the hope that one day things will get better. Yeah. Quite often when there is an abusive streak to the other person, it does not stop there. Mm. The threshold and the high that a person the abuser needs mm. from you will be more and more each time. till something breaks till something breaks either you break right there's an abusive tendency there's a, there's an abusive pattern yeah 
yeah. there's an abusive pattern so yeah. the abuser gets a high from abusing you yeah he gets the dopamine rush yeah you get a dopamine rush from abusing yeah so you're constantly feeding that it's a cycle the seeker finds the seeking yeah and you don't know who the seeker here is they are both seekers and they are both seeking it just mm. fits like a jigsaw puzzle yeah in our profession we have seen many times when the perpetrators find somebody to abuse mm and the ones who have been abused in the past will find somebody another abuser to abuse them mm because that's their comfort zone that's yeah that's their yeah. self worth true true sound they, they, they don't believe any they don't deserve mm. anything yeah they end up together yeah. knowing fully the victim knows fully well this is not right yeah but just look at these choices we've covered four choices so far and none of mm. them seem feasible right now they True. all have a bad outcome True. but these are the best responses that a person can have to survive mm. when you are under extreme threat there mm. is another response where you mm. attach yourself to another person mm. where you could either be very emotionally and psychologically or physically needy towards another yeah. person yeah this could be the abuser or it yeah. could be somebody else mm so interesting this is what happens when you are under threat for your life mm the abusive streak the word you used kitika is such an important word and it also sounds uh, it's a very familiar ground you've heard about it uh from your friends you you know the zone uh what how did this this uh, this person this man who who chopped her body uh think that he could get away with it a uh, what could possibly i mean it's almost a daring act where uh he's appearing so cool about things you know he's going about his day very coolly playing chess and reading books and living in tihar jail you know um saying that oh you know this is a cool act that i have done done you know also apparently he was influenced by one of the shows uh called dexter uh, and he apparently they say he replicated it so another layer being added to the psychology of the person is that i mean our crime shows influencing people in a way i mean what could be the psyche of somebody who would watch it and try to replicate the same act and you know coolly walk around well i think um, very interesting because this is an age old debate mm-hmm. um again it's uh, nature versus nurture to put it very mm-hmm. broadly but it is mm-hmm. where does the individual responsibility um start and where does the society's responsibility come in mm-hmm. so um, yes there are crime shows there outside and i'll come to that later how what my personal opinion on on various things is yeah there are cr- all sorts of um crime shows projecting all sorts of psychological crimes and diabolical behavior yeah out there for anybody to access and see whenever they want to yeah but it is the individual responsibility yeah on what you accept and what you reject and yeah. what you take out from it yeah right and yes there could be a mental illness there could be some psychopathic behavior if there is no remorse so i'm not in a position and i would not 
I don't think anybody would want to be in a position to analyze this person without having interviewed and worked with this person. It is just pure speculation. But all sorts of things come together. There could be a mental illness. There could be some psychotic behavior. If drugs are involved, there could be psychosis involved. Maybe there is no remorse in his, you know, he, he suffers from something which has not been defined and been pointed yet. Another interesting point here is the question that keeps coming up, Suchita, is that why did she not walk away? Mm. While I've covered it with my five, you know, the responses that I've talked about, what happens to mm. a human being when um, faced with survival threat. Um, mm. The way an abuser works is by isolating the person. Mm. Right? So if she has been isolated from her support system. Yeah. Yeah. And her support system, uh, you know, we don't know the dynamics between her brother and her father. Yeah. Um, but one does hear that the connection was not very close after the mother had passed away. Yeah. And one gets a sense that there was some kind of conflict. So when you are in that kind of a conflict situation, you have taken the support system away from the victim. Yeah. And the perpetrator has succeeded in isolating the person. Yeah. In many families, Suchita, this what can another this can take another form, which is mm. there may not be physical violence. Yeah. There may not be a cut off per se. Yeah. But what happens is that the family aligns itself with the perpetrator. Yeah. In a way, they internalize the values of the perpetrator, the aggressive values that may be there in some corner of the family. But yeah. people align themselves with those values, which is where you will also hear that a lot of times women harass other women. Hmm. Yeah. Because they have internalized those values. Mm. They have ta- they have taken personal responsibility away from the equation. Yeah. And they have internalized and condoned certain things in the environment and gone yeah. along. Yeah. So then they have become a part of the system that abuses. Women harassing other women is a very common uh it's a very common phenomenon. Very so, and, and, yeah, and, and, and you hear, you will find links between this kind of a behavior and, uh, you know, in, in, in the, if you notice in America, sometimes you hear about black people saying things against their own community or yeah. Jewish people saying things against their own community and, and talking like white supremacists. So yeah, this is when people internalize the aggressor's values. Yeah. And they align themselves. Mm. Internalize them and they align themselves with that person. Mm. And sometimes there are secondary gains to be had in this. Mm. The secondary gains are when by aligning with the perpetrator or the aggressor or the more powerful person, knowing fully well that the things that are not happening are the things that are happening are not right. Yeah. uh, You are gaining something from it personally. Yes. And your life starts and ends there. True. So this level of societal indifference that I'm yeah. a bystander, it's that yeah. other person's problem. Let it be. I don't want to do my bit here. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes I suspect now we are a country that was colonized for centuries. Yeah. 
invaded by so many invaders. True. And why is it when people use the policy of divide and rule to break us? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. this is what works. When you break people apart, when you isolate them, you achieve a lot by this strategy. Mm. You, uh, you, you gain power. Yeah. You get to blame the victim and shift responsibility. Yeah. True. And you, you find the easy way out. Mm. Yeah. Right. So this again brings up a societal, a, a, a psychological review of this how society operates yeah um in narrowing this narrowing the options down for the victim per se to what levels yeah and in this this territory of abuse does not only belong to a person who ends up dead yeah. it belongs to the woman even once if she has been slapped yeah it belongs True. to the woman who has been verbally or psychologically insulted and humiliated and put down yeah it belongs to the woman who has been commoditized whose sole role is to procreate mm, yeah and whose sole role is to look after people yeah at the cost of her own identity so in essence yeah. even her body does not belong to herself yeah her her decisions of her body don't belong to her own self mm. they belong mm. to society coming to the point again gitika of terms of the mm. crime shows so do you think uh, the crime shows that they get, that actually get made to reveal a crime mm. uh, how can they influence people to go out there and commit a crime hmm. well i think crime shows uh, you know they kind of like you said they are meant to um, edu- we can assume that they are meant to educate people and help them understand and then you know uh, take some lessons from it and protect themselves now it is yeah. up to the individual how he or she what he or she ends up taking out from this yeah yeah uh, but on a larger level i think we really need to reflect on um, you know our movies our content our scripts um whether we are desensitizing um our children our adults yeah. to violence yeah. and aggression okay yeah. uh, interesting yeah uh, in in how we depict uh, different genders Mm. how we uh, depict and what is the closing message that we are giving you know they have yeah. been some really beautiful movies um uh, produced in bollywood over the years which i remember distinctly movies like arth very yeah. recently a movie like thappar yes uh, uh, and many many such movies because i don't remember them off hand yeah. which end on a note of strength end on a note of validation end on yes. a note of resilience yeah um so we have to be careful about our role as media companies what is our objective yeah and let's make sure that we communicate that objective to our audience mm. yeah are we trying to normalize toxicity are we yeah. trying to occupy prime time with so much toxicity prolonged over such a period of time that even the viewers lose the plot and start thinking that maybe this is our culture this is our society and to Correct. fit in we need to do this or Correct. are we ending on a note of strength are we saying that this mm. is not okay are we saying it often enough are we saying it fast enough really or yeah. are we taking 7 years in a soap opera to communicate that uh, you know at the end of the day uh, being strong is good for you mm. 
in that Very process you have yeah. shaped a generation when you're looking at yeah. an average duration of a tv show you have shaped a generation correct correct you have shaped a generation what an what an important point you know with all these soap operas that are out there they need to really look into what they're actually projecting and in the run for money and trps what have they actually done is they have shaped a generation in a certain way that's a great point get a great 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 point i'm so glad uh, you said this out loud and in that process in that process you have again condoned some bad things mm. and you have allowed some bad things mm. to happen and the people who are looking out for validation for their bad behavior are sitting on it and saying this is our culture yeah correct correct it's a great point so indians Nidhika. didn't start out like this we come from a culture where our independence couldn't have been won without women participating in that movement yes allahabad university so many universities we didn't have problems with suffrage the moment yeah. we got independence our women had rights to vote yeah we had strong women throughout our history so i'm you yeah. know particularly very uh, passionate and very proud to be an indian woman Yes. and when there is a stereotyping that happens uh, you know yeah. that oh indian women are like this it's absolutely the other end of the spectrum where you are again blaming a culture and yeah. of course there are many families in india which behave in a certain way which is very backward yeah. which is very um, contradictory to progression yeah but the thing is that we also have so many examples around us of women who have done so well and women who have been strong not only now but centuries and centuries of women yeah yeah so Absolutely. it just depends on what we tap into yeah are we going to tap into the things that pull us down or are we going to tap into things that pull us up as a society yeah totally totally so just to culminate the whole thing gitika since we sort of running out of time uh tell me agitika in terms of a takeaways the bottom line of things what can the law do to protect women a uh, what can the dating apps do to protect women i've been reading some of the uh, n- new uh, you know underlinings that they have released recently in terms of uh, when a man meet a, meets a woman on a dating app uh, what can possibly happen and how can it be it be curbed and third is i think women as you said that women we come from a country and i would i wouldn't say not just india the world over women have stood in uh, in various fights all the uh, curve balls and revolutions that have happened so far in history women have been actively participating in every ecosystem so we cannot deny that so what is it that makes a woman succumb to these situations what are the steps that a woman can take it always starts with self right right now what can i do and this situation what can i do in the present moment what can i do even though the law is not there even though that is not there or that is not there but me as an individual have enough of strength uh, to take uh, to take action on the present situation so what can i as a woman do if i'm stuck in a situation like that now in this present moment okay so well again i think from a government standpoint i think at a, at an immediate neighborhood and a community and a government level there needs to mm. be a lot of enforcement of um, you know a safe house kind of a concept where yeah. i think you need to have helplines lots mm. of helplines where you mm. can call yeah. uh, you need to have workers 
who are well paid not voluntary workers who are well paid and well trained to help yeah. in these situations and to guide yeah. in these situations yeah um you need to have uh, medical doctors uh, tuned into the scenario and having helplines on who to call if they have a patient sitting there who's come to them with <clears throat> domestic abuse injuries or violent injuries uh, which are unnatural um yeah. the, 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 uh, the alarm bells should go off in that system yeah. um laws need to be put in place it comes from a very uh, deep rooted place of again i think laws feed into the patriarchy the abusive side of patriarchy yeah. which is uh, you know if a woman is single or if a woman is separated or if a woman is unmarried she has no rights Mm. and uh, we need to speak up for all this we need to speak up for for equality at every level uh, and mm. and and uh, it doesn't mean that women rise above men or men rise above women but i think what we need to be fighting for is equality mm. i think equality we are already fighting we we are not there yet i mean but we are in the process the fight has yeah. to continue we have yeah. to the fight has to continue women message yeah. to women yeah work with self correct if it's not okay it's not okay correct your benchmarks are your benchmarks it is not your mother's benchmarks or your aunt's benchmark or your grandmother's benchmarks and i yeah. I, i don't mean that in a derogatory way either because mm. for all you know your personal benchmarks may be much lower than your external uh, support system's benchmarks yeah right so the thing is if you are hurt verbally physically psychologically it is yeah. not okay correct and you the earlier you stand up for yourself yeah with two two weapons in your hands yeah one is kindness and yeah. one is firmness yeah be kind to yourself and others be firm yeah it's easier said than done and sometimes you need bigger action and in no way generalizing this and saying that every woman needs to do this every woman's situation is different yeah. every situation requires a different action but in yeah. general let's not teach our daughters and the women in our society that this level is okay but this level is not okay correct how do you define that level if you're hurt you are hurt yes yeah that's your journey so rise up for yourself others will fall in line yeah absolutely the world falls in line and you learn to walk alone and you will always have people to be with you we are relational beings so when you are a source of strength for yourself you are a source of strength to others yes absolutely some great points there gitika thank you so much i really appreciate your time and i really hope that women also learn to stand up i'm sure a lot of them are doing standing up for themselves but in the in in a relationship that is in a very intimate relationship they tend to forget that and become weak so as the as the your point is are great you have to be kind you have to be compassionate you have to be firm you have to stand up for yourself and you have to know when to walk away when the time you can everybody knows instinctively when to walk away you know specifically women have strong instincts so yes thank you so much gitika i really really appreciate your time and i hope uh, listeners can get to the benefit out of this thank you suchita it is such a big topic but you know and, and and all of us are responsible to speak up and do our bit uh, and that's the journey uh, of responsibility that we all share and once we share the responsibility 
things start changing. So, you know, yes, culture is there, but culture is created by man. It's not handed down from anywhere to us. We can always change our culture one step at a time. Our society is a cocktail of values. Blaming one thing is not going to help. The law will take its own course. The dating apps are going to do what they do. The crime shows will do what they are meant to do. But you as an individual, you as a person, you as a male or a female can take a stand and reach out to that one person and try and handle the situation and stand up for your own self. But again, every single person's situation is different. So generalizing is not going to help. As we collectively ponder on this with multiple viewpoints, I hope we can come to some conclusion. That's it folks. For a regular update on the show, you can follow us on our Twitter, Instagram handles, there's our show pod and you can find me on LinkedIn.